The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. Welcome to 10 for 2, the Camp Tell Knower podcast presented by Northern Lights. Now, here's your hosts, David Yaz and Camp Tell Knower director, Ephraim Udowitz. Hello, everyone. Hello, Camp Tell Knower Nation. What's going on? Guess what? Spoiler alert here. Camp is only 100 days away, and Ephraim is with me here as usual. Are you dying? Are you dying with excitement, Ephraim? Ephraim Udowitz, uh, director of Camp Tell Knower. I always love that, that, the applause I get. Yeah. Well, you travel with your own posse, right? I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so, am I right? 100 days until camp? 100 days. The countdown's on. And uh, Ephraim has assembled this dream team of bunk eighters that are going to talk to us about being in bunk eight. But before we get going with the podcast, I need to tell you about Northern Lights Entertainment, the sponsor of this show. Much more than music, Northern Lights is dedicated to helping you create the event of your dreams. Whether you want an elegant affair or an out-of-this-world extravaganza, the Northern Lights team of entertainment professionals will work with you to produce an affair custom to your style. I know them from bar and bat mitzvahs. I've been to more than my fair share of them. They always put on an awesome show. And we all know if you go to a bar mitzvah, uh, the DJ has to be on. The dancers, the motivators have to be getting everybody dancing. Northern Lights knows exactly how to do this. Learn more by visiting northernlightsentertainment.com. They've rocked the house at Camp Tell Noah. They did that beach party, right, Ephraim? Beach party. Are they coming back this summer? Do we know? They definitely come back, yeah. Sweet. All right. They're ready to rock your world to start planning your event now at northernlightsentertainment.com. All right. Ephraim, tell us who we have in the studio. It's the first time in the studio for the CTN podcast at the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. You like it, Ephraim? That's gorgeous. Pretty cool, right? You guys yeah. did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Who, who gets the credit for the decorations? Um, the, the decor. Carrie is point my uh, able colleague, uh, Carrie Tabaski, of course, of Camp Tellnower. Um, she's responsible for placing the soundproof squares where they go to make it look super professional and radio-like. Yes. She's nodding and telling me to shut up. It's like... Uh, Part recording studio, part like my college dorm, part <laughs> Ikea showroom. I love it. It's You've just described my life. Thank you. <laughs> I take it as a huge compliment. Yes. So tell us. How we We've get, already lost our guest. They're already yes. bored. <laughs> they, they're half asleep. They're teenagers. Yeah. Tell us who we have here. Uh, so we've got a couple boys from our uh, oldest bunk, Bunk 8, Bunk 8 2019. Uh, they're going to introduce themselves a little bit. They're here to uh, share a little bit about their experiences. Um, so we'll swing around. If you guys want to just quickly introduce yourself, your name, where you're from, how many summers you've been at camp, and uh, something that you really, really love about Telnor that you think makes it a, a special experience. So, uh, Danny, we'll start with you, and we'll whoop around this room. All right. Uh, I'm Danny Kramer. Uh, this upcoming summer is going to be my eighth summer at camp. And I think the main thing about camp is just the, the people and the friends that you're going to make for life. Uh, I'm Eli. This is going to be. Wait. Eli, wait a minute. The crowd's applauding Danny's response. Apparently, they're like. The live studio audience. Live studio audience. Okay, go ahead, Eli. Sorry. My name's Eli. This is going to be my seventh year at camp. And I agree with Danny 100%. I love the people at camp. Nice. Even the people in this room. You got the golf clap. Yeah, sorry. That's all I got. <laughs> Jody, you're just up. kidding. Well done. Uh, hi, I'm Jonah. This is going to be my eighth summer also. And. Uh, Going off of what Danny and Eli both said, uh, it's really the people that you meet at camp that uh, 
are is the best thing. We got the trifecta on the people. So, like, when you guys think, like, this is this is a big deal, right? Bunk 8 is a big, big deal. For those people who, like, might be listening to the show who aren't hardcore Telnor people who haven't been going their whole lives or haven't been second, third, or fourth generation Telnor people, uh, what can you explain about what makes Bunk 8 so special? Why is it something that is so important to our community? Yeah, so especially in my case, I came in in Bunk uh, 1, uh, and I actually stayed in Bunk 1 for two years, so I was really young. And looking up to these Bunk Gators is something that you dream of your entire uh, years at camp. And being able to finally like be that bunk and look forward to it with everyone in your bunk is just something that you won't get anywhere else. Yeah, so like there's like traditions, there's things that you look forward to, there's things that like make it special. What are some of the things that like bunk eaters get to do that you've been looking forward to doing that, you know, maybe aren't part of your first couple of years as a camper, but this summer is going to be a little special because you get to do it. Uh, I think in particular I'm most excited for the whitewater rafting trip because uh, it's uh, something I've really looked forward to doing. Uh, which isn't really like Adatash, which is hiking. It's more of whitewater rafting. <laughs> we didn't, it's we didn't, all in the name. We didn't. I'll say this many times during the podcast. We didn't have that when we were at camp, whitewater rafting. What is that all about, Efrain? Yeah, so we, um, we try to think about like what the experience of our oldest campers is and try to make it a little bit different, right? Like, so you guys have had many, many summers where you've loved the activities, you've played basketball, you've gone to the waterfront, you've done all these kinds of things, and we want to try to make the uh, Bunk 8 experience and the equivalent for the girls, the Bunk 18 experience, a little bit different. So, so we're going, ba- going back to Canopy Lake Park, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Canopy is a staple, right? We got to go to Canopy every once in a while. We got to do uh, some of those traditions. But but the idea behind the whitewater rafting trip is like, let's take everyone out of camp. It's a pretty unique bonding experience. There's an overnight component. You're doing something that you've never done before. Um, and we hear from people all the time that that's one of the highlights of the Bunk 8 experience is like this out of camp cool overnight experience that is just a little different what have you guys is that like valid like what are some of the things that you've heard from people who have done the bunk eight experience before that like they they look back on and say like that that was awesome that was pretty cool that was different than other summers it's honestly just a lot of the funny stories that they bring back like uh all the people that either like fall out or you see the pictures of people just like laughing with all their friends and like just having a great time and you hear like about how you have to wake up so early and everything that comes with that it's just unique and uh the fact that we finally get to experience that is uh just pretty awesome i heard capsizing is fun basically (laughs) is what danny's saying right it is and it's very different than when you capsize on sunset lake which is like a depth of four feet versus when you're in you know the rapids um what are some of the other things like again you know bunk eight we really hope that it's something that is different and i know you guys you know when prepping for this and we were talking a little bit about it you guys you've looked forward to this summer forever like you count down the moments you're like this is going to be awesome bunk eight it's like sort of the the culminating summer of your tunnel experience what are some of the other things that you're really looking forward to that make bunk eight so special well just like the water rafting there's just a lot of new things and more freedom that you get as a bunk eight and like Danny said earlier, just like looking up to those kids and wanting to be those kids, especially with your bunk, it's just going to be so much like of a different experience and it makes it so much better. Yeah. And just expanding on that, we finally have to be those like role models and uh, 
basically show the camp like who we are as a bunk and kind of bring our own personalities into play um, with all those kids looking up at us. So That's awesome, but they missed a couple of things. One, last dance at the social. You guys didn't say that. Don't you get uh, that? Is yeah, that a thing? Yeah, Is that still a thing? <laughs> okay, yeah. now they're nodding. Okay. And also, uh, color war captain, right? I mean, I don't know if we have any potential captains in the room. I have no idea. But that, but um, I always thought it was cool that the kids look. They're all not. Why are you guys shaking your head? Well, no? we uh, we try to keep that out of the bunk, just as like it's a general rule. Um, we've heard a lot of the time that that can break apart a bunk. Seeing is that it's only like four yeah, people. and then you have massive fights, right? And that's exactly. just what happens. But then you make up by the end of the song, right? It's all good. It's so all good. we we just look at color war as kind of a fun thing that we finally get to be on top of, um, and just kind of enjoy it as a bunk instead of trying to see like oh he's gonna be a captain you know and i'm not and i'm cool with that and i guess i'm i'm not like a main person in the bunk because that's not what it's about it's just about like having fun and being able to enjoy it uh while you're still at camp i should have said leaders of color war because no matter who gets chosen captains it i always thought it was cool that all the booger and bogrote and particularly the oldest campers are the ones leading the cheers and and the the little kids are so excited that they're on like your team and they're running up and they're going oh my god Eli I'm on your team oh my god Joan I'm on your team and um, that still happens right yeah, yeah and I think that that's a big part of the whole Bunkgate experience is that it's no longer like about you exclusively it's no longer about just your experience as a camper it's also about leadership and giving back to camp and making sure other people have a great experience um, what are some of the things that you think of like when you think about the bunk eight sort of responsibility towards the rest of camp and giving back where are those opportunities what are you guys excited about well the whole big brother I'm although we did that last year it's just another thing especially I like to look forward to it's just you can adopt a bunk one or a bunk tour like for the summer and you're just there to look out with them look out for them do you guys remember your bigs from when you guys were? Yeah, yeah. Mine yeah. was uh, mine was Max Gross. Um, <laughs> I remember that specifically because I left and Adam Schefter, as er, Adam Schefter from ESPN. Sorry, not Adam Schefter. <laughs> Adam Major. Okay. Um, That's asked, awesome. I, I was injured, so I had to go to the hospital, and he asked me. I just remember this so clearly. He asked me who I wanted my uh, my big brother to be, and uh, I remember looking up to Max for so long. I'm like, Max Gross, Max Gross. He's like, okay, and I was so so excited for that. Um, it's just being able, like, being able to look up at these uh, these older kids. It's now knowing like what those little kids have, uh, their perspective is toward us, just makes it even more special. Yeah, is that weird that now? I mean, I because I remember looking up. I'm still friends with some of the the counselors and the you know who the, who the older campers were when I was little. Um, is it weird now knowing that you're that guy? Any of you guys? Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. I mean, I remember my big brother was Josh Rosenbaum, who was then my counselor for two years. So I mean, now that I can be in that position and potentially one day like get to do to another kid what's been done to me, it's just really great. Yeah, that giving back is huge. I sort of felt like when, when you guys were talking about JR, Josh Rosenbaum, and Max, I was like, if this was like a high-end, like the Today Show, we would have had them both waiting in the room and we would have brought them out and there would have been this like... And they're review. here right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a surprise for you. We have a surprise for you. Yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. They're not here. What about Jonah? Do you remember yours? I honestly couldn't tell you mine. <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Awesome. I love it. I think you might have left, so... You're gonna make you're gonna I make actually, sure that your little remembers you though, right? Yes. Yeah. 
I think he's from Sharon, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you, Ephraim, did you, did you start that? Because that's another thing we did not used to have back in the day. No, that that is not something that I started. Um, one of the things that we've done over the last couple of years is really try to figure out how to make that um, an ongoing part of the summer experience, but it, it was a tradition that existed before I got there. Um, and actually, one of the things, you know, when I talk to families who are interested in coming to Telnor and they say, you know, we've heard great things from people in our neighborhood or, or other friends that Telnor is really special thing. One of the first things that I tell them is that um, I love that in our community, older kids and younger kids have very natural, organic relationships. Like it is not a forced thing. It is not just the big and little time that kids will hang out like, you know, mixed tables and, you know, even free play. Like for me, I love that. You know, I have my little, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old girl. They're not um, bunk age yet. But when we hang out at like free play, they're just running around the basketball court with older kids, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think that that's, that's one of the things that I think makes it pretty special. Yeah, and even us now with our counselors, like the dynamic kind of changes a little bit where we still have to like follow their rules, but now we're more friendly with them instead of they're like our babysitters. It's more like we're just kind of hanging out with them, but they're just looking after us, um, which is, it's been kind of awesome to see as, uh, as the summer's rolled on um, because like JR was a big part of uh, our bunk because we were able to bond with him for so long that when he wasn't our counselor, it just kind of felt like something changed mm. because we like brought him in and now all of a sudden he wasn't there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of cool to also hear you guys talk about your, your opportunities to be bigs for other kids, you know, and, and then think back to when you guys were first time campers, you know, thinking back on those first few days, that first summer when you were at camp, what has changed for you in the things that you love about camp, right? Like obviously when you were a first time camper, camp was a little bit different. You were a little bit different, but your experience was so different. What are some of the things that you loved when you first started and how has that changed over time? Honestly, nothing's, nothing's changed for me. It's always just come, going back to your friends, leaving your parents, having those like seven week sleepovers. Um, everything about it is kind of the same, which I think is why it's so exciting to come back every year um, because you just look forward to the same things. So does each summer feel the same or do different summers take on different personalities? And um, Each summer opening day is always the same. You always come into camp, look for your friends, get trampled by them, and then uh, do the opening day kind of routine. Like even you already, you all already know each other, but you still go through like the name games and your favorite part of camp. Um, but the main thing that changes is when you know, you really get into the summer. That's when you see, like, your responsibilities now, um, what the new things you're able to do, and really the power you have over these younger kids, which was a main thing for us, and uh, really how you can change the way kids look at you. Hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, I think a big thing for me is uh, now that we're in Bogram Bogro, we don't have iSwim anymore. <laughs> yeah. We always get G Swim. The big perks. Which is uh, what, is swim? what are we talking about? Instructional swim. All the oh, trip. nice. Yeah. All the trips to the nurse's office. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never graduated. I never made it beyond a uh, swimmer. I think <laughs> Danny uh, never went in the water. <laughs> he always ended up in the nurse. Yeah, his <laughs> lips were like purple the whole time. <laughs> yeah. First, first crib rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have the pool, Yaz. 
No, uh, These guys correct, are in the yeah. pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. We, no, we cuck a swim all the way. It's just in the... <laughs> no, hey, we love Sunset Lake. By the way, does anybody know what, um, like, if you look on a map, what the official name of Sunset Lake is? Because it's not uh, Sunset Lake. Isn't it Wash Pond? Hey, yeah. two points. Nice. I thought it was... What did you say? Wash Pond? Wash Pond. Wash pond. I thought it was Card Pond. We're going to look that up. Oh, we'll look okay. that up. Carrie, look that up, please. <laughs> I, I believe it's Wash Pond. I'll okay. confirm that. All right. The Camp Trivia Questions. Hi, everybody. I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. One of the things, you know, we had talked about this before, and, uh, you know, I know that this is such an exciting summer for you guys. And, and again, you know, the the way that you start at camp and you look up to bunk eight in previous years, and then, you know, finally this is the summer that you guys get a chance to have this opportunity. I, I want to not, I don't want to, like, you know, make it too sentimental. I don't want to make it too emotional. But... There's going to be these moments at the end of the summer. Well, I only wish that we could Thanks. Stay. <laughs> That's one of those. Too soon? Too soon. Sorry. Okay. No, but what, what I was going to say is like there are these pivotal moments that, that typically kind of start seeping in towards the end that really kind of hit us that say like the, the camper experience doesn't last forever. Um, you know, what are some of those that you sort of are already kind of like not really looking forward to, you know, those moments towards the end of the summer where we'll, we'll probably start sinking in that you know are going to be memorable, know are going to be emotional, but you're not really excited about because it's, it's the beginning of the end. What are some of those? Well, definitely like around four or five weeks in, especially for me, I start to realize, wow, like now everything's habitual that I do and I'm just in the routine of summer. And then I realize like I only have two weeks left so I try and make that the most. And then before I know it, it's the seventh week. We're doing burning of the TN. And I'm like, even though each hour felt like a day, time's almost over. Mm. Well, right. And even like when it was my second summer and it's my first time going full summer, I'd look back and I'd go, oh, two weeks. That's still so long. And I'd count down the swim instructions until, uh, <laughs> until I <laughs> could go home because there's just so much time then. Now it's the fifth week, and it feels like the like third day, and uh, that's that's really the thing. Like on opening day, that's that's the thing I'm gonna miss most. Because when I come and I, it's just like the sentimental value of that day, and seeing everyone in like your second home, just knowing that 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 is going to be the last time where we do that and go into a camper routine, it's gonna be kind of bittersweet. I think is the way to put it. Yeah. Well put. Well put. I think about like. 
you know, the last, like the, the last, that's what we call them in the staff meeting. Like once we get to just maybe seven days left of camp or eight days, there's all of these last, the last time you go to that elective, the last time we have grilled cheese, the last time, you know, we have letter writing day, the last, you know, all of these lasts. And, um, it's kind of, it, it is, it's well, this is one of those things that you've had so many of these experiences and going into the summer, looking forward to making it last the most and having the most extreme experience and the, the best experience you possible. But like that last song session, right? right. That last Havdalah, that last, um, you know, that, that last day at camp, uh, for, for those of you, I don't know if you've seen the movie Days and Fused, Yaz will know this, but the, the end go, of this movie go on. <laughs> is just, you know, this crazy song. Uh, I think it's Tuesday's Gone, right? Is that yeah. the song? Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's just like, you know, the party is over. Everyone's kind of dispersed. And every year, Bunk 8 and 18 kind of linger for a little bit longer. And they're not in a rush to get out of there. They just can't imagine that. It's over. And um, one of the things that I'm so excited about for you guys is that you're going into the summer with such enthusiasm, such energy, such excitement to make it the best that it can be. Um, and I know that you you think about that a lot. You prep about that a lot. And you guys talk. You have group chats and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm curious, like, when you think about what makes an awesome bunk eight and the identity of that bunk eight, what are the things that, that go into that? And how are you guys, like, using the year? How do you plan for an awesome summer with your bunk mates. <laughs> that honestly, the way our bunk rolls, it's just kind of like we we have a base of where we want to go. But we never we always say, okay, we're going to we're going to plan, we're going to be awesome at this. Our MTV night, we're going to have it all planned out. And it's the first day of camp and we have a song. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then it's the second day of camp, we still have nothing done. And then third day of camp, all of a sudden MTV night's announced. So we're like Oh no, <laughs> we need a counselor that's going to come up with something for us to do. And, uh, you know, that's just, I think that just describes the way our bunk is. You know, we we never really have a way. I thought Aiden was your counselor. Aiden is our counselor. <laughs> Aiden is our counselor. But we never really have, you know, rules. We just kind of go with the flow until it's over. But you guys are in touch over the off season. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, is yeah. it. Texting? Is it email? Is it uh, Insta? Is it all that stuff? Texting, FaceTime, sleepovers, the whole the whole thing. Uh-huh. Is anybody out of state? Uh, yes. So like where? New York? New York, or, Connecticut. Yeah. DC. Um, DC. It's as far as we get. Yeah. See, we didn't, obviously we didn't have texting. We didn't have um, face, face, FaceTime, anything. Obviously we didn't have the internet. And what you guys don't realize is it was the, the yearbooks were so cherished. I'm sure they still are, but they were especially more so back in the day because they had the phone numbers and addresses of everyone. And so you had to actually write letters in the off season, which probably seems really weird to you guys, <laughs> but we, you would write letters and then you would, uh, you know, have to go visit people or you'd uh, perish the thought, like call them on their landline. But, um, but that must be so cool. That must be like when, um, that, that text line must be really well-traveled, right? Like how many people on that text loop? The whole bunk. Yeah. yeah. Whole bunk. Like 14 whole people, 20, yeah. 12, 20? 20 yeah. Plus some of our former counselors. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so we want to play a quick little game uh, with you guys, it's something that we've been doing on the show called Flagpole. How long's so, the song? So as it, it just keeps going. Actually, no. So five minutes are on the clock, and we're gonna fire questions at you. So, um, and I guess 
Ephraim, all of them can just chime in, right? Yeah, just jump right in. Uh, okay. The idea behind this is sort of like a quick round, uh, just one or two word answers um, and as a way for us to get to know you guys a little bit better and um, your Telnor experiences. You can only go more than two words if it's really funny or you have a really great story or anything. You, you got the first one, Ephraim? Go. Yeah. Favorite camp meal? Uh, the crushed pieces of pizza. That new what? Uh, <laughs> like crust slices of pizza at, at camp. Crust? Yeah, it has to be like the crust part. All know? right. Okay. He's a man of taste. Yeah. The new chicken they had this year. Yeah. Or the chicken patties. Kind of make your own sandwich. All right. Yeah. Best evening activity. Favorite evening activity. Bunk night. Bunk night. Bunk night. Oh, good. The uh, counselors put so much work into that, all the other stuff, and you guys are like, fuck that, when we get to choose what we want to do. No, it's not <laughs> when we get to choose what we want to do. It's, it's like when extra we can, free play. Well, not only that, but then we just get to hang out with each other instead of having to, you know, uh, spend, I mean, spend <laughs> <laughs> spend time with other people, but, yeah. you know, even... even That's so telling. We don't want to spend time with anybody else. <laughs> right. Yeah, if we could but just even, stay in our bunks and read magazines and shoot the breeze. Especially, yeah. like, oh, the first week of camp, but we're also, like, excited to, like, be with each other. Like, the fact that we can have, like, the whole day just to, like, spend time is, is awesome. Good answer. All right. Favorite place in camp? Ooh, that was on my list, too, a friend. Good the bunk. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's what I was going to yeah. say, the bunk. If you had to pick something other than the bunk. Because it's so well ventilated. Like someplace on camp well, that I mean, just we like. We did like, have an AC unit one year. Yeah, oh my we God. won that. that with fun. the gold. We remember we brought all the golden tickets. Uh, we all went to the uh, reunion. I think it was at. It was at, uh, I don't know. I think that was when it was still in Framingham. Yeah, yeah. in Framingham yeah. or something. And uh, we made everyone just randomly with their yearbook caught a golden ticket. There were 18 of them, one for every bunk. And we ended up with like eight of them. So, we all we all made sure, and we gave them to Logan, and we were like, "Which was your first yeah. mistake?" We're not. We're, we were like, "We're not getting the back." And he comes. Taryn comes. His. Uh, this one is his your mom. counselor, Logan. No, Logan Sallow. He's I our, mean, he our bunk to be mate. One. Okay. Uh, but his mom comes in. He's like, "Logan, you over? Uh, you almost forgot your golden tickets." We were like, "Oh my god, Logan!" And we have and It's like cereal night, uh, air conditioning. Um, all these other random things, but it was just awesome. We we got so many extra things. So you guys won getting air conditioning in your bunk for one night. But was that the same summer that I made you guys sing the Moana song? Oh, uh, what summer was that? I could. You don't remember that? Yeah. We'll have to get Logan in here. That. Logan will remember. <laughs> I think you guys wanted an extra night of air conditioning. We, I think we got a we couple did. extra we nights. We did. I remember that. It was in our bunk, and uh, you came in. If you guys, you were like, if you guys, I think it was Let It Go. Oh, maybe that's what yeah, you were like. Yeah. You had sing, to come out. You're like, from if you fro- sing, that's from Frozen. Yeah, uh, you're like, if you guys sing Let It Go. I thought it was the You're Welcome song, but maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, it was I don't think you're like, like I'd come out yet. I think it was the year after, Bunk 7. Yeah, I think he's right. Because I remember this so clearly. You were like, if you guys sing Let It Go, you're going to have her one more night. And Aiden New just steps up and he starts singing. We were like, all right, I guess we're in. <laughs> it was worth it. Let It Go is more embarrassing, so yeah. well done to Fry. And do you guys remember we would we shut the doors and locked the windows trying to uh, yeah, we keep tried all to the air conditioning? All the AC. But then when uh, they were gone, it just turned back to the yeah, old uh, right. heat. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, Ephraim. Like I was about to accuse you of uh, pampering these kids with the AC, but it sounds like it was a rare treat. <laughs> it's more like torturing. They get it for one yeah, night and yeah. then they realize what they are missing. It's yeah. so hot for the rest of the night. So no, they earned it though. They're good. My next question is, uh, do you have a favorite game day memory? Something that happened on game day that was particularly cool that you remember? Uh, 
I mean, I remember when we were younger and all like the bunk gators when they could run through all the bunks and they'd like shake you out of bed. <laughs> I love it. So I fell out of my top bunk. I think it was bunk two. I forget who did. He doesn't it. remember anything after. Was nah. it the Tevia game? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. You guys, anything game day? Uh. Uh, I would uh, throw it back to Olympiers when we won the Olymp yeah. tournament. Yeah. Love it. That was a uh, very softball, uh, right? N- no, definitely basketball. not softball. <laughs> what? Basketball. 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 Yeah. Okay. It was like the Just first tons year. Of change, man. It was like the first year of the Olymp tournament, and. Uh, we we were so cocky heading into it, and we ended up winning by like just a sliver. And somebody brought their speaker, and we were just like yelling all the way back uh, to camp, and we were so excited. I thought I think we sung uh, the prayer when we got <laughs> oh, back yeah. too. Who'd you beat in the final? YJ. Uh, YJ, and it was their camp at their home. Oh, in the YJ tournament, I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. When I when I was uh, in bunk eight, we did play in the YJ tournament, and we were uh, probably the fourth ranked team. And we managed to upset somebody in the first round, and we went on to play YJ in the final. And um, uh, things didn't go so well. <laughs> I got a technical foul. Fry, I'm no surprise to you, I'm sure. And We uh, were just invited back to YJ <laughs> okay. because of that. No, it was. No, you weren't. Stop it. It was a bad call, and, um, it, and just things went sour. But I've never been more just crushed than when we lost that game. It was like the most important thing to me in the world. So in a way, I kind of look back on it fondly because we were all, it was like one for all and all for one, and we had a blast. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the plot of the movie Grown Ups. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. And also old school and probably many other <laughs> movies. All right, last question in Flagpole. Um, the most influential counselor that you've had? Josh Rosenbaum. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get this guy on the podcast. JR, he's the man. Yeah. He is the most. It's amazing because he has the incredible ability to stay at in, like one pitch. His voice does not alter in uh, pitch in any way. Monotone. Yeah. Um, but he's he's an amazing counselor. No joke. He's he's probably one of the best counselors I've ever. Well, and the with. thing with him was it's kind of inevitable that people have their friends. Um, but before that, we were so like divided, and when he came in, he kind of made the dynamic that we were all um, unified, which, you know, was kind of, we didn't understand that before we, you know, were actually unified as one bunk. And it's kind of hard to stray away from that now without feeling either like guilt or like, you know, you're leaving a brother behind or a bunkmate. Um, so yeah, what he did for our bunk is just something that I don't think anyone else could do. Mm. He's an awesome guy and uh, he'll be at camp again this summer, yeah. as yeah. will you guys. Bunk 8 2019, uh, you guys have been, I've been at camp with you guys since uh, some of your first summer, some of your second summers, um, but can't can't wait for camp. we got 100 days before we get there. Um, by the time this airs, we might have a few uh, sooner. Um, it's going to be awesome. In addition to you guys coming back to camp, we have a couple other cool, exciting things that I want to share. Some of you guys might have already met our new assistant director, Amanda. Uh, she was our program director for a few years back in the day, um, but she'll be at camp with us. And then not this summer, but next summer, uh, camp is celebrating 75 years, 75 years. Um, so <laughs> I just want to say uh, thank you guys again for coming in. 
for giving up some time. I know that you guys all have busy schedules, um, but I say this with uh, all sincerity and all. What busy schedules? They're teenagers. They had nothing better to do. Oh, tonight, they do. <laughs> you don't know. These kids work harder than I, I ever know, did in I high know, school. I know. Um, but with all sincerity, uh, I'm just I'm really excited for camp this summer. You guys are an awesome group. Your bunk is awesome. And uh, I think you guys are going to come into the summer being the leaders that we need you to be and help make everybody else's experience this summer fantastic. So thank you guys. Can't wait for camp. 100 more dates. Any, more, any final uh, words, gentlemen? They're shaking their heads. Um, in a word, in a word, what are you looking forward to most this summer? Being back with everyone. Yeah. Being, Eli, being the bunk eight. <laughs> uh, the summer. Yeah, bunk eight. All right. Nailed it, guys. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Camp Tell Nowhere podcast. 10 for 2, the Camp Tell Nowhere podcast. Find all past episodes at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend, a colleague, a former bunkmate, someone you know who might dig the CTN podcast. Once again, a special thanks to Northern Lights Entertainment, sponsor of this show. Learn more about Northern Lights Entertainment by visiting Northern Lights entertainment.com they've rocked the house at camp tell Noah they can rock your party too check it out northernlightsentertainment.com see you next time <laughs>